Welcome, everyone, to episode 22 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. William. Corey. Today's topic is going to be Divinity Original Sin 2, the PC isometric RPG from Larian Studio. Uh, Corey played through the first one. Uh, I'm a newcomer to the series, so it's my first taste of the, the not this type of game, but this particular flavor of it, I guess you, you could say. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Yeah. Let's hear it. I played the NHL 18 EA Access demo. Uh, right. All I played was the 3v3 mode last night. Uh-huh. So I'll talk about that. And then I also, this afternoon, um, Access opened up to FIFA 18 for Ooh. EA Access subscribers. So I've spent the past two hours playing pro clubs with Jeff and Showtime. Nice. So that comes out next week, must be? Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Uh, and NHL, what, what, when did that supposed to, was when was that supposed to come out? It was like uh, last week, a couple weeks ago. Okay, so uh, so you tried it through the post, EA post release uh, EA through Access. EA Access, yeah, came yeah. out on the fifteenth. Okay, I gotcha. Yep. All right. Well, let's dive right into it, shall we, Corey? Yeah, let's hit it. Did anyone else play? You, you I did you play uh, Divinity, Eric? No, I figured you guys were going to be on, and it, I figured it'd be better for you guys to get more time than my okay. one hour. Sure. Will, did you did you end up playing it at all? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I played about 11 and a half hours, Corey. I don't know. How, yeah, I think you played quite a bit more than I did. I think I'm at like 25. Wow, that's how much I wanted to have played by by this week. But I feel like I played enough to get a good taste of the mechanics and and the early parts of the story, so... Well, I think last week I said I, I estimated I would have played about 10 for the yeah. <laughs> which is so we, we switch because I think I estimated like 25. That's telling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, it is telling. So it's a isometric RPG in the vein of the old uh, Baldur's Gate type games. Uh, as I said earlier, it's developed by Larian Studios currently on Steam. I, th- I believe you can get it off a of GOG, too, if you want the DRM free version of it. Uh, it's probably coming to consoles at some point later. There's been no confirmation on that as of yet. Um, but the first one, Corey looked it up before we started and the first one came to consoles about a year after, after it came out on PC. So, uh, console players don't, don't have to fret if you're interested in this one, it probably will be coming to consoles. So then the sales numbers seem to indicate as much too. Yeah. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't, if they can put it on consoles. So, right. Um, Corey, I'll let you you take it away. You're the the experienced uh, Divinity player, so I'll let you get started on your your thoughts on Divinity Two original or Divinity Original Sin Two. Um, yeah, so it's it's very similar to the first one, which is a good thing for me because it was my game of the year in 2014. And I know you guys are always kind of trying to figure out what games I like. This is like a template for what I like in video games. It's uh-huh. the the high fantasy role playing game, uh, deep customization, 
exploration's a big part of it. I also really like how they have the multiplayer incorporated. Because uh, as much as I enjoy a single-player game, there are times where I do want to play multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. And I think a cooperative RPG is probably one of my favorite. And I, I guess this would be considered more of a competitive cooperative RPG. I was just reading about some of the some of the ways people play this game together as a group. Uh, because you can have a, f- a party of four, and each of those characters can be controlled by another player character. And they can do pretty much all the same things the the main player can do so things get a little wacky in there too but um yeah it's just it's it's a lot of uh it's a lot of side quests i think that's where the game really shines are the little side things that happen but the way that you can tackle almost any thing any obstacle in the game there are so many different ways that it's just it's really like endless and sometimes yeah. you discover something that maybe the game developers didn't think of to solve an issue in the game. And and even though they have thought of a lot of different things. But yeah, um, yeah there's just so many crazy, weird combinations of things that you can do. Um, one big <laughs> aspect of the Divinity game is the way the elements, uh, rain, lightning, fire. Um, what am I missing? In this one, they added like blessed and cursed. Poison. Uh, the way yeah, the way those exist in the game world and you use them to your advantage, not only in combat, but in solving uh, environmental puzzles and, and just manipulating things in different ways to achieve whatever goal you want. Yeah. Were you going to say something, Dan? Yeah, I was just going to say that, that the, the biggest thing for me that I noticed in my in my hours with the game was that it, it's a game that it feels like you could, even though you're like way less level than maybe something you fight. It still feels like you can figure out a way to beat that enemy or beat that challenge, uh, despite being way behind, as long as you're, you're clever enough, you know, you plan out your strategy well enough. I think you can tackle some, some pretty overwhelming obstacles, uh, just with, with some clever tactics. Let me throw an example at you. Quite interesting. Yeah. Uh, so there are these things in the game, and this is early on. I, th- I would say anything in the first act is kind of fair game to talk about, Dan. Would you agree sure. with that? This yeah, is like a 60-hour game, and that first act is like 15 hours. Uh-huh. Um, there are these things on the island that you start on called Shriekers, and what they are, they're these like cursed corpses that live at the top of these huge like telephone pole-type things, and if you get within a certain range of them, they shoot their little beam at you, and if it stays on you long enough, it kills them. So I had this one cursed item that one of my guys was wearing, and every time I did a certain action, it would increase the power of this curse to the point where a demon came out of that helmet. And I couldn't kill the demon. It was way too powerful for me. So what I did was I got near one of those shriekers that was killing me and uh, popped the demon out and teleported him using the teleport spell, picked him up and dropped him right next to the shrieker. So the Shrieker honed in on this demon that I couldn't kill, and one hit killed him, and I was golden after that. Nice. Yeah. It's Genius. just clever stuff like that. That It makes you feel so, I don't know, so good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That For me, that's the most striking thing. Because I've, I, I, you know, I've played other games like this. Uh, probably uh, Pillars of Eternity being the closest thing to this game. But even that, I don't feel like has as much variety in the way you can... You tackle the objectives and and tackle side quests as 
divinity does there's really like endless possibilities of solving your problems in the game and i I absolutely love that about it it's fantastic and and every npc you can kill so you could kill a potentially very important you could murder everybody if you want you you could which i i kind of did in the first island but oh geez uh is not everybody everybody that wanted to kill me i made sure was dead but um yeah, it's a lot of that stuff. And it is like you mentioned Baldur's Gate at the top. Like it's a lot of that, a lot of uh, D&D uh, inspired gameplay, you know, a yeah. lot of com- conversations, a lot of puzzles, uh, a lot of combat. I feel like the balance between all of those things are is is really good. Mm-hmm. And um, this game did a really good job of introducing the playable characters the pre-made playable characters that you can play as um there's i forget there's six of them or seven of them i believe there's six and they all have what they call in this game an origin story that you can it's sort of a quest line that you follow throughout the entire game or if you want you can custom make your own character 100 percent and just play the game story and not worry about the origin story uh but in this one they they play like a little uh a little video you click on the 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 pre-made character and you can click you know, hear their origin story and they'll talk to you and explain their past uh, and kind of get you get you geared up for for what their story is going to be about. And yeah. uh, who, who'd you end up going with, Dan? I actually made my own character. You did. You were a custom. Yep. Made my own okay. character. Um, and it's funny because those those characters end up being your your party in the game. Um, and I actually ended up killing one. In a fight, so I killed one of my potential party members on purpose. I don't know. Is we, we were having some sort of confrontation and it escalated, and, oh. and she just attacked me, so I, I had to kill her. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah. I've already, I'm already down a potential. I don't know if you can fill that in later, but yeah, um, you can only have a party of four, and there's six characters. Um, I located three of them. I located four of them. So she was the the fifth that I had located, and like I said, we had an argument. Was it Sibiel? Yes. Yes, it was her. And was she in your party when no. you had the no. conversation? She was she was hanging out on a beach. Gotcha. And I went to okay. talk to her and I don't know. <laughs> something I said upset her and she attacked me and that was the end of it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, she's the elf character. And this is another little touch I really like. Elves can eat body parts yeah. that you pick up, and it when they eat the body part of the person they pick up, they hear their memories. And I've learned like three skills from doing that. So like if you pick up, uh, what did I learn? I think I I learned flight from eating a body part from a character who knew how to fly at one point, you know, and then I, I ate it and then it gave me a little backstory about their memories. And then I learned the skill flight, which coincidentally is my favorite skill in the game. I don't know if you've seen that one, Dan. No, I haven't. You I just like you just like sprout angel wings and you just fly, you fly wherever, you know, it's, that's awesome. It's great. Yeah, I went with uh, more of a stealthy character build. I'm not quite a rogue, but more of like an assassin type character. Uh, I was really, really ineffective for the beginning part of the game. Soft, you know, I would go in to do my backstabs, and you know, if if I got too far away from my party at all, like I got, I just got slaughtered. Uh, but now that I've gotten some decent equipment after being a few hours in, I can I can deal out some, a pretty good amount of damage really quickly and usually kill whatever I'm trying to fight before it can hit me back. So, yeah, and I think um I think there's a bit of a learning curve for this game too. Oh, like, it's it, definitely a learning curve. It was difficult for me to start, and I have 
you know, the background of playing the first game first one, and, yeah. and loving it, you know, so I, I kind of had an idea of how things work, but I still had a pretty, pretty hard go of it in the, you know, the first few, few hours of the game. Um, I just think there's a lot of things that you wouldn't, you wouldn't understand unless, you know, you, you had seen them. I think a yeah. lot of the, like, especially in combat, a lot of the environmental things going on, you're like, wait, what, what just happened? How did, yeah. how did I get frozen? Why am I shot? You know, like I yeah. cast the spell on this guy. Why am I now, uh, shocked and can't move, you know, just a lot yeah. of weird, weird one, things. One thing it took me a while to figure out was the armor and magic armor. Yeah. Uh, so those, the magic armor and armor are, uh, like hit points for lack of a better word on top of your character's actual hit points. And a lot of the status effects that you try to apply on the characters have to be whittled. You have to whittle down the armor and magic armor before you can, before you can apply like burning or, or chilled or, or, uh, stunning from, from shock damage. Um, so that's something it took me a while to figure out that that's what you needed to do first. And a lot of it, I just, if I had read the description on the thing, I would have gotten it, but you know, I, I didn't, so it just took me a little bit longer, but and that's that's uh, the the magic armor and the physical armor are new in this game. That wasn't oh, in okay. the first game. I can't remember yeah. how they did it in the first game. I think it was like there was a just a chance it could miss. But now if you if you have their magic armor down, and you're casting a magic effect on them. I'm pretty sure it's going to work every time. I I don't think I've seen it not work if uh, if their armor is down, which I think is cool. I like. I mean, we talked about that with uh, Mario Rabbids, where you you either hit, you miss, or it's fifty fifty. Yeah, you know. Yep, I, li- I like that. That that's black and white. There's no very little RNG involved uh, yeah. with that. Yep. Um, where was I? Oh, I wanted to talk about Game Master Mode real quick, Corey. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it either, but I I wanted to get your thoughts. Was that in the first one? No. Okay, so Game Master Mode is essentially it's essentially pen and paper RPG, but in Divinity. So you have a Game Master, and you can is it up to four players? I'm not sure. And I don't know if they create an adventure or if there's already created adventures that you can do, but I feel like that's a really good way to play like pen and paper RPGs. If you've got friends like all over the place, you know? Yeah, there are some, I think there are some built in, excuse me, some built in ones uh, that, they can, that they, yeah, that the Larian studios created just to show you, you know what you can, can do in it, but it's pretty in depth. I mean, you can add custom audio, so yeah. I could narrate the game and, and upload it for my friends to play. Uh, I could, you know, find custom music and put that in there. There's there's a lot going on. Uh, it's it's pretty cool, and and people are already creating you know grand adventures in yeah. Divinity too. That's something I would love to watch on like Twitch. You know, yeah, is a really well put together uh, adventure in in this game for for you know a party of four people with a game master. Yep. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's it's a really cool feature. I I think there might have been some version of it in the first game, but I never I never messed around with it, and I do yeah. not think it it was as robust as this one is. Okay. Um, do you have anything you don't necessarily like about it yet, Corey? Um, I heard a lot of people complained about bugs. I didn't have too many issues with bugs. There were a couple quests. Um, that's another thing, like the way they track all the quest progression and who knows what about you and, and stuff like that is it's really insane. So I'm not surprised that they're, they might be having some issues with that, uh, mm-hmm. like quests, not updating and stuff like that. And after you leave the first Island, um, all your incomplete quests are closed at that point. I, yeah. I don't know if it's because you can't go back to the Island or if that's just how they break up the ax. I don't know, but, 
uh, I had a few where I'm like, okay, I did this. So I don't know if you've been in the arena, Dan, in Fort Joy. Yeah. Yeah. And did the battle and completed it. And I talked to the woman and she's like, oh, you know, you get now, now you should go talk to somebody else. And she gave me the name of some NPC that isn't on Fort Joy. Uh, and in my quest book, it just kept saying, you need to talk to this person in the arena, like the same person I had tried talking to over and over and over again. And she just told me to go talk to another NPC. So I don't know if that quest actually updated and completed or or what. Um, I guess I'll find out when I find that other NPC she wanted me to talk to. Yeah. Um, other things I don't really like. I don't know. I can't really think of, of too much. Yeah, I don't it's really one of those have those games any... that the the small niggling things you kind of forgive just because of how much is going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I have haven't come across anything that I dislike about it either. Like I had a hard time at the beginning, but that was mostly uh me not really knowing how to play the game and the game, you know, despite its attempt at attempts at teaching me how to play it, you know, I was stupid. Uh, it took me a while to to, you know, learn everything and I still feel like i don't know everything yet and it's still gonna throw new things at me but a little more prepared than i was when i first started yeah Uh, because now i can go into combat and feel comfortable that i'm not gonna get wiped out right away right you know yep which is good and i think a lot of that too like early on you don't have you know you don't have your escape modes worked out yeah you don't have the skills you need to to get out of dodge it's like you can see your death coming slowly and it's like well there's really not much i can do right here uh whereas later on in the game when you you start to have a lot of different skills there's a lot of really crazy things you can pull off like yeah. my uh the red prince is is one of the characters i keep yep. in my party uh he's my my warrior my sword and board warrior uh pretty much does no damage just sucks it all up and uh i was having this one one problem killing this one boss guy uh and there were all these other guys in the battle as well. And I had this skill called Shackle that I got. I think it's called Shackle that I got from a cursed item that I that I blessed and cleared the curse. And what that does is for every whoever you cast it on, if that character takes damage, you basically tie your character to another character. So if you're if you take damage, it does it to does that damage to the other character as well. So I cast that Shackle on this NPC that I was having a hard time killing. Uh, and then just ran my sword and board red prince up to the middle and they just kept attacking him and all that damage went to the npc so mm-hmm. i was able to make light work of him pretty pretty easily um but that like that's what makes the game so much fun is is a, a well executed stra- strategy can make an otherwise really difficult battle really easy yeah definitely it's fun you just got to use your noggin you do have to use your noggin and you have to be careful too Yes, because um, I, I I had one where I was fighting inside Fort Joy, and uh, I was a little too close to some silent monks that otherwise don't bother you, even if you're fighting uh, some of the bad guys that you're fighting in there. And I accidentally hit with one of them with uh, some some indirect damage from a spell, and then they attacked a bunch of them attacked me at that point and wiped me out when I was trying to advance a quest. You aggroed so, the monks. I aggroed the monks, and they kicked my butt. Way to go, Dan. Yeah. Did you uh, learn how to talk to animals? Uh, so I think so I picked Fane, by the way, the undead character who okay. has his own unique set of challenges. Um, yep. <laughs> you have to cover all his skin so people don't know he's undead. Otherwise, people do not like you at all. Yeah. 
But there's also, uh, he starts the game with something called a face ripper. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a, what's it called? I forget what it's called, but it's an item that lets you magically alter your face so you look one of the many races in the game. Uh, but that gets stolen from you very early on in the game. You can end up, I actually just killed the person that stole it from me and got it back. Minor spoiler. But uh, if you, once you lose that item, you have to cover up your skin. Or there is another item I got early on in the game called the Face Ripper. And if I used it on, I think I had to use it on a corpse. I can't remember if they were alive or dead. Uh, it would take their face and then I could craft a mask off their face and I would be that, that race. Nice. Uh, also with Fane, Fane can't use healing stuff. He has the way he heals himself is through poison. So mm. <laughs> it's really interesting. Uh, a lot of times I'll enter like blessed water and all my other characters will start to heal and Fane will start to take damage. Um, there's been a lot of times where I've messed up and, you know, Fane's dying. Oh my God. Oh my God. Use a potion and it kills him because I yeah. use a health potion by mistake. And it's like, well, right. that sucks. Um, I forget why I brought up Fane to begin with. Where did we where where did we get here from? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure. Well, anyway, you asked me a question. I can't remember what it was. No, I guess, no do I, I. I guess it doesn't matter. No. Um. What about any what are crazy things, Dan, that you kind of figured out or happened to you, or because I think that's that's really what makes the game shine. I have a few examples if you want me to to start. Yeah, I have one of with my stupidity actually. Um, so when I fir- when I first snuck in, went into the castle, uh, it took me probably two or three hours before I realized that the silent monks won't actually bother you. So whenever I would go in, I would keep my party right by the door, and I, because my char- my main character is like a rogue character, rogue character, I would have her sneak sneak around everywhere in the castle, and you know I would use it to steal stuff and and what have you. Uh, and you know, I got myself killed a couple of times, not knowing that, oh yeah, they don't bother you unless you attack them. So that's one way I've could have made the game easier for myself if I had, uh, been paying more attention. Yep. Um, speaking of sneaking and thieving and stuff like that, another cool thing about Fane is he can lockpick with his bony fingers. Oh, really? Yeah. That would have been a good rogue character to have probably. Yeah. And I didn't realize how useful that was till uh, a little bit later on. And I had been putting fever. I forget whatever, whatever skill it is for lock picking. I had been giving that to another character. And then uh, when I was finally given the opportunity to respect my characters, I went back and gave Fane the, the lock pick ability because mm-hmm. that way I didn't have to use lock picks, you know, and he could just unlock chests. Uh, speaking of chests, this is one crazy thing that happened to me. I, I found a, a chest that had some sort of enchantment on it. And I couldn't lockpick it for whatever reason. And it was in the middle of like, I don't know, it was in the middle of this like flaming whatever. So oh. I, tele- I teleported the chest next to me and it had like over 500 hit points and just slowly hacked at it. Hit by, it. By hit by hit. Till Did it you break your weapons? Uh, no, but it damaged it enough where I had yeah. to repair it. But um, there's that. I ended up finding this one dude underground so this kid played hide and seek with me in this one area i don't know if you did this dan i think it's in a maybe in one of the caverns in fort joy i don't remember but uh i played hide and seek with this kid and i found him twice and he's like oh let me show you a cool secret and he led me to this cellar underground 
and I went in and there was the ghost of a uh, I think he was in the first game. I'm not sure. He talked about a lot of the things from the first game, but he was a ghost, like a tormented ghost who was stuck there because he had a magical lance through his chest. Yeah, and I did that. Pushed one. Him, yeah, Lord Withermore. Yep. I found that on accident, though. Oh, the cellar? Yeah. You just stumbled on it? Yeah, because one of my characters is really aware of that sort of thing. What is it, High Wits, maybe? Yep, Wits. Um, Yeah, he he just noticed it when we were walking by there. Yeah, so uh, he's like, can you help me? You have to get this chest. There's this lance out of my chest. And I tried to pull it out. I don't know if it was a strength requirement or what, but I couldn't get it out. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So I ended up casting a fire spell on it, and it lit it on fire. And burned it away. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, yeah, how cool. That that um, was a strength check, by the way. It was? Yeah, yeah. Did you get it with strength? Yeah, strength? I just I just had the Red Prince pull it out because he's my like you like you my sword and board character. Yeah. Uh so that was cool. I talked about the Shrieker. Okay, so the the all your characters start with this thing called a source collar in the beginning. And all it does, uh, like in the in the story of the game, it's preventing you from using your source magic, which is essentially forbidden. But uh, gameplay wise, it prevents you from using like a unique source spell that you have. And uh, I thought I did everything right and got them unlocked like when everybody else gets them unlocked. But it turns out I could have had those source collars unlocked and taken off of me like way earlier in the game. So I essentially did the whole first act with these source collars around my neck when if I had just talked to the right person, yep. I could have had them off. Way I, actually, I just got mine off. That was, that was where I, where I ended the game was I just had my source collars taken off. Yeah. And that, that could have helped me out a lot, a lot right. in that first act. So, uh, and I imagine there could be a scenario where you never get them unlocked. Probably. I could, I could see that happening. You could miss it. The person could die that there are, come to find out there are several people that can help you with that but uh i guess there's a scenario in which all of them could die and you would never have them unlocked yeah or just never happen across them maybe yeah uh the most difficult thing for me and i actually googled it because i just could not figure it out there was this one dude in this ruins who had some sort of cursed fire on him so Mm -hmm. like regular rain wouldn't cure it it wouldn't go away uh come to find out the fix was to cast blood rain which is exactly what it sounds like so he so there was blood underneath him and then bless the blood underneath him and that would cure his affliction Mm. Uh, and there's no explanation of that in the game it's just something you would stumble on and i guess if you were really smart you could kind of figure out oh he's he's got he's cursed with flaming fire Uh, maybe blood you know uh blessed (laughs) the opposite of that would be blessed blood you know blood yeah you could deduce that but i didn't have blood rain so I had to put one of my characters up on this stone thing, sarcophagus that he was standing on and like attack one of my players till there was enough blood on the ground that so you can bless that I could bless it to cure this guy. Interesting. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah, uh, definitely, too, though, Corey, like uh, and you talked about being rewarded for exploration and how that wasn't in Fallout 4. You know, playing this game makes you realize how little 
reward for exploration exploration you get because i found some pretty cool things just by you know tinkering around and and messing around exploring every nook and cranny in the world you know like i said talk talking to animals has led me to a few a few different quests where i've gotten Mm -hmm. pretty decent rewards there's one dog outside of fort joy that i talked to he was looking for his mate emmy emmy yep (laughs) it was uh but was the dog's name buddy i think Buddy, buddy yeah buddy and yeah he was looking for his mate emmy um, it's funny to talk to the animals too, cause it's about what you would expect the animal's <laughs> voice to sound like Yeah, and, and what their, what their thought patterns are. It's, it's, it's pretty, pretty funny. Yep. Did so. you, did you find Emmy? I did find Emmy. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I haven't done too much exploring in, in Fort Joy only cause I'm, I'm afraid of getting wiped out again, but, uh, I did find Emmy. That's another thing too. Like. You could you could essentially just skip everything, you know? Yeah. There's very little like you need to do to advance. It's just I don't know. You could you could go around all of Fort Joy. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, and being a like a completionist, I like to make sure I do everything, but I, I don't like even uh even now I, there's some things that I just don't feel like I'll I'll get to before I get off the island, you know. Well, that's so so when I was at the point where I could leave the island, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I hit everything here, but I'm just going to do a once over and make sure I didn't miss anything. I found like another 10 hours worth of content on the island. I ended up going into this one cave with this witch who had this uh, like dragon. She was keeping captive all this weird, crazy stuff that I I thought I had explored everything. Yeah. And they, they also do a really good job of the like carrot on the stick kind of thing. Like, oh, boy, that's a challenge. I just I'm not equipped to deal with. I'll deal with that later. Like early yeah. on, uh, I was walking around and I looked across this chasm and there was this waterfall like on the other side and sitting in the rocks in the waterfall was this giant ornate treasure chest. And I was like, oh, man. And in playing the first one, I kind of knew what I needed. I knew I needed the teleport spell to get that chest to me. Um which I eventually I did, you know, I finally got the teleport spell and was able to teleport the chest over, but it's just, I don't know. I, I love that where it's like, Oh, something to strive for. Like, yeah, I need to open that chest. I got to find what's in there. I feel that way with, uh, you know, it's a little more traditional, but, but enemies you fight, like if there's yeah. a, like a cul-de-sac or something with some enemies in it that, you know, you, you tackle it the early on and they kick your butt you you know revisit it later or hope to revisit it later and and exact some revenge yep so because i did think? a lot i did a lot of dying at the beginning of the game oh my lot. gosh me too the <laughs> one what battle did i die like 10 times oh the the uh where did you ever get locked up in the dungeons of fort joy no okay so i did because i accidentally stole something mm-hmm. i was just clicking to move and i accidentally clicked like a fork or something on a table and a guard saw me Mm-hmm. And I got thrown in the dungeons and um, there's a battle, which I ended up skipping at that point and coming back to later um, that I, I died probably like 10 times and lost probably like two hours. Really? Is that is that that group of four people that are just inside the dungeon there? Yeah, it's like a uh, uh, what was it? Source hound magister yeah. or something like yep. that. Or dog master or something. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I haven't been able to win that one yet either. Yeah. I've gone in there a couple times to try and fight them and they beat me every time. I think at this point now I could probably I could probably do it, but I mean I'm twelve hours into the game. I probably came across that three hours in, you know into the game. Right. And just now feel like I can beat them. But maybe not. 
What do you think of the game, Dan, overall? I freaking love it. It's yeah. fantastic. It is really good. It's a really good game. Yeah, if that's your thing, if you're looking for like an isometric type of RPG, it's it's because it, it's a lot more sandboxy than the other ones I've played. You know, it's a lot more of do you know you can do whatever you want as long as it's within the confines of the sandbox, and yeah. you know, it's a pretty big sandbox. So, and really, like the the things we are talking about are really just scratching the surface of everything that's oh, yeah. that's going on in the game. With I mean, in, in the whole like party of four characters adds a whole other layer because your characters um we talked about the origin stories they're also pursuing their own origin stories which you'll see part of uh but a lot of times they'll have conversations that you're not privy to and you just have to decide whether you want to trust them or not Mm -hmm. um i could i could see you know larry and studios creating maybe some characters that seem like they should be trusted throughout the whole game but really shouldn't i could see that happening so Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a ton going on. I love it. Some good stuff. Yeah, I just wish I'd been able to play more before this episode, but life, you know. Yeah, I just. But I'm gonna re- keep playing it because it's awesome. I just want to retreat, retreat to a hole where nobody can bother me, and I can just play through consume, it. Consume, consume divinity. Hmm. Okay. Uh, thoughts from the grandstands. Sweet. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Will. <laughs> definitely, definitely seems like more of a me and Corey type of game. It's not a sports game. I'm not really interested. Yeah, it seems hard to get a handle on. It's, it's not really. It's, it it's like a time sink. It's it's a very it's, it's a very familiar game. It's just the details that might take a little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. ironing out. I played like two hours of the first one had zero idea what i was doing for that two hours Mm. it reminds maybe not for you then it reminds me of the crusader kings of rpgs no (laughs) do you see the that analogy it's like a harder like crusader kings is a harder strategy game as opposed to the other ones out there this seems like a deeper more in-depth rpg compared to the other ones out there i mean it's definitely it's definitely deep and in-depth, but I don't... I think it's pretty accessible for, for everything that's in it. And there are yeah. there are different difficulty modes, too. I'm playing it on Classic. Yeah. Well, screw me, then. I'm, yeah, pl- I'm playing on whatever the standard one is. Oh, fuck me, then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corey, would stuff. you recommend that Tito in L.A. and his friend play the first one before doing the second one, or does it not matter? doesn't matter. I really like the first one, um, maybe more than this one, but you're not gonna you're not gonna get anything extra if you play the first one first. Yeah, I haven't I haven't felt left out at all from not playing the first and playing the second one. I mean, there yeah, there's references to what went on in the in the first one, but not no in jokes or anything. Maybe a few in jokes, but it's not. Yeah, like Dan said, you you won't feel like you're missing anything. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Like Corey said, we're just scratching the surface. I'm sure we'll be talking more about it over the over the coming weeks as we as we delve deeper into it. Right? Yeah. Okay. Nibble bits. Who wants to get started with nibble bits? Corey, what do you got? I just have one vamp vampire vampire, however you want to say it, was delayed. 
to spring 2018 due to a, quote, technical issue hmm. that required some rebalancing and additional polish to the game. So, Huh. Okay. Eric, what do you got? Nothing. Nothing. Will, what do you got? I got three. Nice. Um, so the first one is Final Fantasy IX is coming, and I think it's actually now out on the it PS4. Is it is it out. has been released. Yep. So came out a couple days ago. There's uh, I kind of like to see Square Enix doing the re-releasing of their old games on their new stuff. Um, it's giving me a chance to kind of play the older ones. I still have to play through nine, and I really want to because it's been getting praised recently because it's kind of been re since it's been re-released within the last like two years people have been playing it again and really really love that game and you know i love the other final fantasy so i want to play it i just don't know if i want to play it on my computer phone or playstation 4 you know what you want to play it on the switch i think it's it's like 15 eric that would be actually really good Mm -hmm. yeah it'd be great switch game is this one of the ones they're remastering no i don't think so okay maybe at some point for some reason, that's the one Final Fantasy I always felt like I should play. I don't Nine. know why. It's yeah. a good one. I don't know. I think it's because of Vivi. I don't know. I Look don't at know. that wizard mage. Anyway, my next one is Dynasty Warriors 9 has gotten a release window. Uh, first quarter of 2018. Oh, baby. I'm really excited for it this. It will half staff over there. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's gonna be running 60 frames per second on the PS4 Pro, so that's cool. I don't have a PS4 Pro, so that you know it doesn't really matter to me. I might get this on PC actually, um, but it's gonna have 83 characters in it, and it'll re- be released on all consoles besides the Switch, unfortunately. Maybe the Switch later. Yeah, at some point. I don't know how this game's gonna handle on the Switch because with the open world and everything like that i don't know yeah well they're doing fire emblem warriors true um although it's not open yeah uh does that release window kind of sway you a little bit first quarter next year i mean i got i've got to see what it comes out around it i'm I'm interested in getting it but if it comes out on the same day is you know one of the other games i'm really looking forward to we'll have to see i hope it doesn't i want somebody to talk about that game with um my final one is Fire Emblem Echoes. Cecilia joins Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, this game comes out in approximately one week in Japan, so we're going to know pretty much everything about it here pretty soon. Yeah, the, um, yeah, the roster, final the roster. Ro- the roster, gameplay, we're going to see all of that pretty soon because I don't really think I've seen too much gameplay, really, mm-hmm. honestly, from this game other than like brief snippets from uh, players here and there. Yeah. So, and trailers. So I'm really looking forward to like seeing this game fully in action be out on October 20th, so uh, exactly a month away. Looking mm-hmm. forward to it. That's it for me, for Nibble Bits. Okay. I got a couple. Uh, my first being Toys R Us has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Uh, that's important to me because that's where I was going to go the morning of the SNES Classic release and see if I could get one in the store. So uh, I hope that doesn't affect their their stock for that that was my most likely bet. I think I'm going to hit up Target first thing in the morning and then and then go to uh, Toys R Us a little bit later on on when they open up and see if I can get one. But uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy just means they're going to be reorganizing as a company to try and uh, pay off their pay off their debts. So they're not not uh, 
Not they dying off, but they didn't declare bankruptcy. <laughs> is that the I one where the, the, the bankruptcy? Is that the one where the taxpayers have to help them with their bills? Is that how that works? I hope not. <laughs> that's not fair. Sounds that's been right. and that's happened a few times, which is never never a good idea. But um, yeah, no, I think it's just where their debts get reorganized and they can kind of you know shed some dead weight maybe to try to pay off their. It's when the decks. bobs come in and start laying people off. <laughs> yeah, the what, what are they called? The slasher CEOs, the ah. ones that come in, the the ones that come in to fix a company and they just fire all the dead weight. I can't think of what they're called, but yeah. So hopefully, I can still go get my SNES Classic. That's mostly what I care about. I was actually surprised to hear this too, because I know uh, once you have children, Babies R Us is a is a staple. So, but maybe the the toy store part couldn't keep up with other places. You know? Sorry, Fiona got a timeout. Oh, that's okay. I have Fiona. to do the same. So that's that one. Uh, Outlast is free through the Humble Store right now. It's Outlast and the the expansion for it, Whistleblower DLC. Uh, it's free through some point on Saturday. It, it had a day and like 16 hours left until it's uh, no longer available for free. So if you have any interest in Outlast, it's been my favorite uh, horror game so far. Now's the time to get it for free. And then my last one is Square Enix is investigating whether it's possible to get the full Final Fantasy 15 running on the Switch. I think they announced or hinted the other day that the the mobile version that they were working on for uh iOS and Android were was coming to the Switch, but they've apparently been working with like Epic and talking to Nintendo on how they can get the full one on Nintendo Switch. So interesting. Not something you expect out of Square Enix, you know? Nope. It's probably a dollar signs thing, you know? Yep. So that's all I got for Nibble Bits. Uh, Will, how was your week? It was good. Um, not too awful much to report. I'm trying to do my meteorology class, like, cause that's online, so I'm trying to do everything by probably Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I've been working on, so I can just focus on my other two classes and be completely done. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing, and I've been doing that. So I don't know. Do you just have a list of work that you have to get done by the end of the semester, and you just do it your yeah so basically how it's split it's split into i think it's seven modules uh and yeah it's seven modules and each module has their own like objectives of things you need to like read and watch and blah 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 uh and then you have to do the labs for that and then uh the discussions and then there's three exams so basically i've been doing all of the discussions first um so like i get the topic and because i'm first i get to have my pick of the litter of what i want to talk about um so like i've been doing all of that so i learned basically what i need to learn to be able to type up 200 300 words for my topic do that uh and then i'm going to go to the labs and then after every lab you have to take a quiz but you can take it as many times as you want so pretty much just like i do it along with watching the videos but some of them take like two three hours and i don't have time for that so i just kind of guess and hope i get the answer right and if i didn't i just retake it until i get above like a 95 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, I'll have my exams. Uh, and there's three of them. Those are going to be the hard part. I know they're like three hours long, but I do know on the first one that there's an essay I have to write. Um, so I don't know how that's going to go. But that's after after I do the exams, I, I finished. Nice. Are you going to complain about how it's finally summer? Hmm? In your meteorology class? Oh, my God. Yeah, I should, actually, because <laughs> I don't like how this weather has turned out so far. No, it barely got out of the 70s all summer. And now it's in the mid 80s. Miserable. I, yeah. And like the fall is my favorite time of the year by far. And I'm getting it taken away from me by the summer weather. Yeah, it's really making me upset. I like summer weather, but in the summer when we can, you know, use the pool and stuff, yep. the pool's closed. Yeah, you better so, believe we no, closed the pool two weeks ago. Right, exactly. I mean, I don't know if, it, like, I know the sun isn't, the intensity of the sun's not as much right now, so the pool might not not be warm even though it's hot out, but I would think it would be swimmable, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, even like, was it Sunday or Monday? It's supposed to be 86. Yep. So 86. I think it's partly because the hurricanes, when they came through, they drew all the hot air from from down that way and... That's why it's hot here right now. But which is I mean, I'm tired of these hurricanes. It's yeah, an interesting yeah. time to be taking a meteorology class though. Yeah. Well, uh, the weather here was never predictable anyway. Yeah. Ever? Uh, well, it's predictably cloudy and or rainy yeah. usually. You know, I if do. you if you forecast the weather here in the summer for like 75 degrees with a 40% chance of rain, it's probably right all yeah. the time. So I- do wish I was learning more about like when I took this class, I was expecting to learn like about the clouds and precipitation forming, but I'm kind of learning more climate change things and like I don't want to learn about the the ocean belts possibly collapsing in a few years. That's a little too real to me. Yeah. <laughs> or two hundred years or whatever they said. So like I'd rather learn about my clouds and, and stuff. You're pretty cumulonimbus cumulonimbus clouds. I actually said in my discussion that the ocean belt collapsing are too too real for me, and I actually got a, I got a hundred for that. I need to say post. I need to say space. Trying to remain ignorant. <laughs> I'd rather ignorant not know. Bliss. I don't even know what the ocean belt collapsing means. It just sounds frightening. Yeah. Okay. So, that's that's really it. I've just been honestly doing a lot of schoolwork, so gotta get those A's. Woo. Yeah. Do good and do well in school. Yeah, after my last semester, I lay, I gave myself no leeway to do poor. So, okay. Um, I'll go next. I got a new phone. Hey, nice, Dan. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, my my two year contract was up. Uh, there was absolutely nothing wrong with my current phone that I had, um, but I figured it was time for a new one. So I got the I got the brand new. Ordered it on the day it was released, Galaxy Note 8. Um, I ordered it online. I couldn't go into the store because no one no one had any. Um, so I ordered it online on a Friday, and it came on Monday, which was awesome. Um, I had read of people like people's orders being delayed like two weeks and stuff, and I was worried about that because you know once you order a shiny new piece of technology, you want it on your doorstep yesterday. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't like to wait for things once I've ordered them, so. Uh, and then if you ordered it within the f- uh, bef- in the month of September, if you got one, uh, they gave a f- free gifts of uh, free wireless charging dock and a 128 gigabyte micro SD card. Uh, so that's going to go on my switch when it gets here. 
and I don't have to don't have to buy a micro SD card, which is nice. But uh, I absolutely freaking love the phone. It's gorgeous. It's enormous. Like I like my phones. Um, it's got a nice curved screen, and it feels very very glorious to handle. Um, but I think the thing I like the most about it compared because I had the Galaxy Note Five as my last phone. I think the thing I like about it the most is the always-on display. So it's always on just a little bit um, on the screen, and you can kind of, you can set it up what you want. But I've got I've got the time time and date oh. on there, um, and it's nice. Like especially because I use my phone essentially as an alarm clock too. So uh, once it once I get the 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 wireless dock and when it's on there charging at night, it'll stand up like almost like an alarm clock. So. Um, but yeah, so far so good. It's got six gigabytes of RAM, uh, which nice. is crazy to have in a phone. But Do some gaming on that puppy? Uh, no, no gaming. I just like I do- I'll download these mobile games and I'll just never have any interest in playing them. Yeah, I've the got way. like twenty on mine. I don't think I played any of them. <laughs> yeah, because like when I when I have the opportunity to look at my phone, it's gonna be re- I'm gonna be reading an article about something. Rather than yeah. playing a game or watching a YouTube video about something, you know, I just it just feels like a waste of time to play mobile games for the most part. I still play Pokemon Go, but that's for a few minutes here and there. Like I don't play it, play it, you know. Yep. So there's that new phone. Love it so far. Uh, I bought Shadow of War. I got it this week for thirty three dollars. Oh, good deal. Uh, which that is crazy. A good deal. I got I got a uh, voucher from Green Man Gaming for thirty five percent off, uh, but it was thirty five percent off fifty one dollars instead of thirty five percent off sixty, so it cost me thirty three and like ten cents or something like that. So I could That's not pass steel. that deal up. Yeah, thanks, um, I man. Think that, I think that deal's still floating around too. So uh, I think you just have to sign up for a free account on Green Man Gaming. So if you're planning on getting Shadow of War, did I say Shadow of Mordor? Shadow of War. Um, if you're planning on getting that, uh, you just have to sign up for a free account and they start sending you vouchers. So I was in the I, uh, humble bundle this week too, right? Shadow Mordor was, yeah. Oh no, yeah, that was that was the top tier. If you paid eighty dollars, you could yeah. get Shadow of Shadow of War and like a T-shirt. Excuse me. Probably. I think that's which what is they cool. Do. Okay. Um, so that was that. Oh, my daughter started pre-K today. How crazy is that? How'd that go? Fine, actually. She like it. She love yeah. it. Yeah, a lot more so than my son did. He <laughs> was like me and kicked and screamed when he first started school. Um, but she, yeah, she enjoyed it. But she's only three, which is crazy. She was apparently five days before the cutoff where she could wait another year before she needed to go. She just feels too young to be going to school. But she, yeah, she, holy crap, you're right. Yeah, three. Good for her. She doesn't turn four for another two months. But yeah, she likes it. She's definitely got more of the school mentality. She likes doing, you know, artsy stuff, arts and crafts, drawing, coloring, that sort of stuff. Now she wants to be a doctor? Yes, that's what she wants to do. Tell her to hold on to that. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, our, our pediatrician started, like, training her a little bit, letting her not not give the exam but you know listen to the to the um stethoscope and use the uh, otoscope to look in eyes and ears and stuff that's pretty cool that is cool which is really nice of her um there's that uh, i started reading redwall to yes. the older two 
Nice. Yeah, they love it so far. We read about a chapter a night because uh, li- listening to people talk about uh, Tooth and Tail, um, some people brought up Redwall comparison, and I'm like, oh man, I want want I want to revisit Redwall, but I like it, it's hard for me to just sit and read. I get tired and sleepy, and I just feel like I should be doing something else. So uh, I've been saying for years, you know, once the kids get a little bit older, I'll read them the Redwall books to start with, and then you know, once they get a little older, then we can do Lord of the Rings or what have you. So I started started Redwall. I think last night. Um, I read the first one, and then I read chapters two and three tonight before they before they got ready for bed. So it's fun. They're really they're a lot more into it than I thought they would be. So that's cool. Yeah, warms my heart. Yeah, it's nice to be back into the old Redwall universe too. Yeah, it's so good. I forgot about Tooth and Tail. I remember reading about it a few weeks before it came out, and I was like, oh, I have to remember that. And now it's out. I'm going to get it, definitely. It's, it seems like something I would enjoy. Uh, it's just a matter of when, you know. Is it from the what? same... I see they're selling a package of Tooth and Tail and Monaco, assuming yeah, it comes same, from the same... Same developer, yep. Very cool. Yeah, I'll have to give this a, give this a shot. Yeah, Tooth and Tail, like, it's like a simplified real-time strategy. 88% positive on Steam right now on 500 yeah. reviews. Yeah, it looks cool. I guess the story's pretty dark, too, because it's about the animals and them trying to eat each other. Nice. Got some Russian Revolution undertones, some Animal Farm influences. Cool. Seems pretty awesome. Yeah. That's all I got. Eric, what do you got? Mm. Um, <clears throat> well, former intern Tyler came down for a few days to visit in Virginia. Uh, so we... Took him up to the Blue Ridge Parkway in the Blue Ridge Mountains and did some exploring up there. Uh, and then we went to um, Devil's Backbone Brewery and then Bold Rock Cidery, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, we also went to see It, which I was excited to talk to Will about. Yo. Um, it wasn't as scary as I was anticipating. No, it's definitely more of a fast-paced like thriller sort of Yeah. It's so, um, I don't know, it's so unrealistic to me that it wasn't scary, I guess. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess, I, I don't know. I was expecting to be a lot more scared than I was. And I actually didn't, I don't think I liked it as much as other people did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The naysayer. It was decent. It, no, no, it wasn't a bad movie. I will say this movie has produced a lot of very good memes for the internet. Has it? Oh, yeah. Nice. But. You know, I mean, it was a good movie. I wouldn't say it's not that I wouldn't recommend it. I just I don't think I've liked it as much as other people have. Um, I, I, there were a couple times where I laughed out loud, but I felt like a lot of times they really tried to force the comedy a little bit with the the one kid, the kid Richie? from Stranger Things. Richie. I don't know. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Um. He had some funny one-liners, but the the your mom jokes and all that kind of thing was a little bit forced. I felt like my favorite line was actually from the nerdy kid who said, "This is gazebo." When he threw when he threw the when he threw the pills. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I missed is that a thing the kids are saying nowadays? No, the gist of it was they have them on placebo pills. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody That's told right. him that, and he, like, flipped out on his mom and said, These, this is Gazebo, and he slammed him on the ground and ran out. Nice. My favorite joke was um, about beaver hunting. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was decent. Um, let's see. Other than that... I think I'm forgetting some. Oh, I don't know if it was on the podcast that I talked about this, or if it was off off air that I had talked to you guys about that concert that Dave Matthews is putting on in Charlottesville. Yeah, we talked about it on air a little bit. Okay, well, I, I don't remember what we discussed, but um, about I the ended up complaining about uh, oh, not getting yeah. tickets. <laughs> so did I tell you I didn't get tickets? No. Okay, well, I didn't. I did not get tickets, which whatever. But uh-huh. I had uh, actually somebody I work with got tickets and can't go, so they're giving me their tickets. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm going to go to that this weekend. So I'll have that to report on. So that should be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, going to another soccer game tomorrow night against North Carolina. So I'm really looking forward to that. And geez, I think that's about it. Okay. But it was good to see Tyler. Yeah. He's doing well. For anybody that was wondering. Good. I was gonna when I texted you to see if he was still there. I was gonna have you uh, tell him sup for me. Yeah. yeah, I guess I could just text him. I do have his phone number, but eh. yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's better to have Eric do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll tell him you said hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yep. what do you got, Corey? Not really much at all. Um, a lot of divinity this week. So uh, the actually the only thing I. I want to mention is that I watched the Orville, which is the Seth MacFarlane. Oh yeah. Star Trek. Star Trek. Spoof. Mm-hmm. Uh, eh. Yeah. Eh. I, 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 I think they're on the right track with it. Uh, I think it will be a good show, but right now it's just kind of, eh, I think I only laughed out loud once and it was like a, <laughs> like that, you know, it wasn't like a belly laugh or anything like that. Um, I, I didn't know Seth MacFarlane actually like acts. Is that uh, was that a known a, thing? Wasn't he in a movie? I want to say like he was in like Out Cold or something back in the nineties. You know, I'm pretty yeah. sure I've seen him in a movie. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, I I I swear he's in a movie, like a comedy movie. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. I mean, I know he's a. I know he's got chops. For it, but I guess yeah. it was just it was kind of weird to see hear his voice and see him at the same time. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I've only ever seen him in like interviews. I've never seen him act in anything, Which or hear I, his voice on like Family Guy. I think that might be kind of what they're uh, playing to a little bit in the show. Like they don't want to overwhelm people with the Seth MacFarlane like comedy. Yeah, I think it would be a little bit much. But it, the the movie does have or movie the show does have. Um, What's her name from Friday Night Lights? Riggins' girlfriend. Tara. Tara. I, know who, I, I can't think of the actress's name. Tyra. Tyra. Tyra, right? Tyra. Yeah, she's in it as the ex-wife of Seth MacFarlane. So. Yeah. I I enjoy her. Um. It's not. It's not. It's not great. There's really not much else to say. It was very kind of boring and slow. You know, mm. just a setup. Um. He he gets a, the gist of the show is that he gets awarded his first ship and he's like, well, wow, I'm honored. And they're like, well, to be honest, we you were our last choice. 
kind of thing. So, you know, kind of band of misfits. Okay. Thing. But I think it has potential. We'll see. Nice. But that's it. I do like I do like the band of mis- misfits angle for things though. I, I generally enjoy that. Bad news bears. Yeah. Kind of like it then. Oh really? I may see it at some point. I know the wife will never watch it because like she hates Goonies. she hates clowns. Yeah, Goonies is good. All right, anything else, Corey? No. Okay, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back with what we played and feedback and our game giveaway in just a moment. Welcome back, everyone. 322 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Will start with you. Play anything? I played a little bit, a little bit of Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm. I really like that game. Yeah, I think they do a lot of things right with it. And the combat that the, if they're in cover, it's fifty percent. I think is the main thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of it being some absurd percentage and then the random number generating of the if that's actually going to hit i think it's a lot more fair because you know you're gonna have a 50 50 chance to hit it you know just if you want to go for it go for it um i think that's really cool uh i just got to the point where i got abilities so mario has his like hero fire uh Mm -hmm. and the two rabbits have their their two shields and things like that so i probably put like an hour and a half into it but overall i really like it it's really cool it definitely is the XCOM of the mario kingdom yeah but it's like a beginner's xcom exactly it's more like you know childish and more like fun as opposed to serious and dark and aliens destroying the world it does get difficult i'm not gonna take that away from it but i imagine how long is it dan it took me 30 hours holy crap i did not expect it to be that long that's with getting eh, maybe 40% 40% of the collectibles and, and side stuff. Okay. So, so I've got a, I've got a game on my hands. Yeah, definitely. I've uh, been playing I've been playing completely handheld so far though. Mm. I do I played Actually, this was the game I probably played the most on the TV. Uh, okay. but I still played probably 75% of it handheld. Okay. And then 25 um docked and on the TV. Yeah, like I'll play. I do these this thing to like take care of my teeth, so I have to do that for like thirty minutes. So I, you know, for that thirty to forty minutes that I keep the the teeth stuff in, I just kind of sit there and play. Are you saying teeth? Teeth, yeah, oh. teeth stuff. He's got a retainer. I wish I need to fix my teeth. They're in bad shape. Are they whitening strips? No. Nah, well, yeah, they're along that line. But okay, yeah. I mean, I don't have too often much to say because I haven't really played a lot of it yet. But um, I really like it so far. I feel like this is going to be a underratedly praised game in our thummies. Mm-hmm. Okay, sounds good. What do you got, Eric? A mm, couple of sports games. Uh, yeah. Which one you want to hear about first? Probably FIFA, right? That's the one you guys are excited about. <laughs> yeah, let's do FIFA. Uh, no, well, yeah, I'll talk about FIFA first. Uh, so really all I did, I played two hours worth of pro clubs with the guys. 
Uh, I guess really only a couple of noticeable things. Uh, the game feels slower, which I actually really like. Um, it's it's not you know Pro Evo has kind of taken over as my favorite soccer game because of the the pace of it, and it just feels a little more realistic. And uh, you know FIFA is not quite there for me, but it's uh, it's still it's slowed down, which is nice. Um. One of the other things that I noticed right away when creating character, they did something really cool. Um, before you could, like, say I made a striker. Uh, there were a couple different types of strikers, and it would, depending on which one you picked, it would change your um, stats for your guy. It would change, like, your speed or your passing or whatever. This one, there you can create, you can almost create three different players. Uh, it's the same player, but you have three different skill sets. So there are skill trees uh, in passing, shooting, pace, um, goalkeeping, defending, and something else. Um, But within each of those categories, there are skill trees that you use uh, skill points on. You earn those uh, by playing games and uh, performing. And I I really like that about it. It's almost like an RPG. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's pretty much the same old shit. As far as FIFA goes, had a really good time. Or we are no, we're not undefeated. Sorry, we did lose our the last game we played, so I think we're like two one and one. Um, but we've been scoring a lot of goals. Uh, crossing feels nice this year, which is good. Um, but yeah, hopefully more next week on that. You have that um, on Xbox, or, oh yeah, because you're doing yeah, the early access yeah, Xbox. Or, game yeah. comes out next Tuesday. If you pre-order it, you get three days early access. If you have EA access, you have five days early access with 10 hours available. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other game I tried was NHL 18, and that was with the same group of guys last night. Uh, we played three on three mode, and it is a fucking blast. Had a great time with it. Um, so, you pick a team and you get certain players from the roster. Uh, something we're not really clear on was. Like, you know, one of the first teams we used was, I want to say it was the Rangers, because Jeff's a Rangers fan, and we had a fairly limited roster available to us. Um, And then later on, after we had played a couple and won a couple, we played as the Oilers, and we had quite a few players available to us from the team. So I don't know if it was because we had played more, and we, like, you know, the more you play, the more characters you unlock, or players you unlock for teams, or what. Um, but regardless, uh, what we were doing was, you know, one of us was, well, basically we had two forwards and then I played defense, um, as whatever the team's top defenseman was. And it was really, really fun. Uh, it was first team to five and it gets pretty intense. We had a couple of matchups where uh, it would go for a while. And one of the things that I really like about it, it's a little more arcadey, mm-hmm. uh, not like over the top arcadey though, which it's, it's just a, like a nice in between. And uh, there's more space to move around, yep. I would think, to and to yep. carry the puck. And yep, it's it creates <laughs> a lot of uh, you know open ice and breakaways if you don't play you know well defensively. Um, but another cool thing is it has like money pucks, which are worth two points. It yeah. also has minus one. So if you score, you get a goal, and the other team loses a goal. It also has minus three, so it can really be a game changer. Um, like we were down, 
think we were down three to two in a game and we got a minus three puck. So then we were up three, nothing. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, swings the table really quickly. It's uh, just a blast. I had a really, really good time playing it. How do you get the pucks? The different pucks? It's random. You can oh. see it, though. Like, you know, before it goes in at the top left of the screen, it'll tell you. Uh, I think it shows your current puck and like, you know, how Tetris will show you your current one and your next few. Yeah, it's like that. Cool. So really, really good time with that. I'm it, it, I'm thinking if the other guys buy it, I might actually buy it. Ooh. I had that much of a good time with it. Is that just an online only thing or can you nope, to like you take the that... computer? Okay. Can you take the three-on-three, like, into the actual game, do you think? Maybe do, like, a franchise mode as three-on-three? No, no, no. Okay. That'd be interesting if they added that, or at least have it as an option. It would be a really good party game, too. Yeah. 3v3 with with six friends, that would be a freaking blast. Yeah. But that's all I played. The the only thing I will say uh, along the lines of NHL 18 as well is the menus are really nice. Very Mm. pleasing to the eye. So looking okay. forward to getting a little more of that. I got, uh, I've got nine hours left on that. So my demo. Nice. All right. I think, I think that's it. Oh, I did make a return to rocket league this week. Uh-huh. And that was, uh, like I said to you guys, that was either feast or famine. I either dominated or just got absolutely crushed. Hmm. It's, is it trying to figure out your, where you fit in the rankings? Did know. the new season start? I'm just not very good. Oh, okay. A new season, I think, did start, though. Yeah, okay. it did. Oh. When do we get our rewards? Oh, I don't know. For the maybe last season. start, I don't know. Don't they do that? They give you the rewards for your season maybe, rank? Maybe we didn't get any. <laughs> I'll be pissed. I put in a lot of time this season. But yeah, I think that's it, Dan. Okay. Sounds good. What do you got, Corey? I played nothing other than Divinity, so. Yeah, same here. I wish I had played something else, but any free time I got, I played some Divinity. Yeah, I didn't even consider playing anything else. It was just sit yeah. down, Divinity. Same here. Okay. Uh, I am calling up feedback. Uh, I think one of these I read last week. Mm-mm-mm. We got one on Friday that was not read. If that helps you at all, Dan. Okay. All right. So the first one is from Dustin, who wrote in last week. He said, hey, guys, it was awesome to hear my message on the podcast. I haven't picked up a copy of Skyrim yet because I just haven't had the money to do so. When I do, it'll be on the PS4 because that's my only option at the moment. Uh, the way I heard your off show was I – oh, the way I heard of your show was I did a search on a podcast addict just for video games, and yours was my favorite. All right. Yeah. Poor taste, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely uh, attract a certain I don't want to say demographic because that's not the right word. Old people. <laughs> old people and low key yeah, yeah. people who love video games. Yeah, we're not gonna attract your uh elite Dota two player or League of Legends player. That's you not I Dan. That's not our demographic. Well, you're the only one that can fit into that segment. Crowd. That's the word we're looking for. Segment. Cool. Yeah. I, I play very little amount of video games now, though. No, I know, but you're young enough that you could be a pro gamer. 
Willie, you the could be the us. next PewDiePie. <laughs> I wish, actually. You know what, how many followers he has and money he makes? I was going to say, you like, who, tied in with him right now. No, who cares about his followers? That's true. Money. Is that money worth what he's doing right now? Yes. That's what you yes. got. <laughs> Not even a question. <laughs> All right. It's decided. How do I become the next PewDiePie? It'll be yeah, obnoxious. I think he's, put, he's yeah. got a pretty nice... Uh, he's, he's laid it right out there for you. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's a lot of work, but you also have to be... Uh, like Dan said, you gotta be... Uh, you gotta have a shtick. Yeah. Can I unleash it be, on the podcast? Be obnoxious and kind of a douche. Right? Yeah, people love that. Yeah. Starting, starting next week, I'll start my new persona on podcast. We'll see how it, yeah. how it rolls. Stay at home video gamer. There you go. I'm ready for uh, for that. You also have to play video games. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of the job. I play video games. Yeah, I play them a lot. Maybe I'll just start streaming my gym sesh. There you go. There you go. Every day. All right. Uh, on Twitch's RL channel. There's a market. Yeah, you could be. You could be. You could. Your your persona could be like gym gamer or something like that. <laughs> Shortless gamer. You could play Candy Crush Saga in between reps. <laughs> <laughs> Today I'm going to show you guys how to feed your Farmville animals in between curls. Yeah, yeah we're going to between sets. There you we're going to crush this bicep workout and our farm. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to crush his bicep workout and his candy. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yes. I think we got it. We're we can go something. all night. We really gave our best idea out on on, uh, or on episode again. Does this go in the idea Bible? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Shirtless Gamer series featuring Will. Crushing Jim workouts and candy. Jim Bro Will. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank it. Uh, the next is also from Dustin who says, Hey guys, it's Dustin from Indiana again. I've been playing a ton of Destiny 2 since I got it last week. So far, I love it better than the first one. Have you guys been playing it at all? Also, any of you guys excited about Call of Duty World War 2? Really hoping it's as good as what I'm hearing. It goes back uh, to the World at War and Modern Warfare 2 days. Keep up the good work, guys. I am beyond excited. Yeah, I think uh, Will... Will and Eric are, are getting this, right? We are. We're going to split it. Um, I'm not excited about it, but I'll like it. You know, I, yeah. I, I am looking for, I guess I'm looking forward to World War II more than I have, you know, the, some of the stuff that Call of Duty gets into with like the weird mind tricky shit really bugs me. I've talked about it before. It was the same, same as like Far Cry when that would get into the, the weird yeah drug trips and stuff like that it just really took me out of the game um same thing with call of duty so i'm hoping they just kind of keep it you know a little more realistic and i I, you know the the thing i used to look forward to about call of duty was the multiplayer and i i'm i just don't have it anymore so it's Mm -hmm. hard for me to get too super excited but i with that said i i I would say if i am likely to play a campaign these days it's probably something you know the length of a call of duty uh zombies that'll be nah. cool i mean you know it depends for me again if it's like the first one i loved uh, i feel like they've just gotten so, so far away from it yeah so yeah it's so different than 
what made the first one great. Right. You know, and I understand like changing things up and keeping it fresh, but I just haven't really enjoyed a zombies mode since the first one. Right. I, I mean, part of that probably is because because it was the first one. It was so, so different at the time, and now maybe, it's like iterated maybe, upon. Maybe, but it was just like straight up zombies breaking into this old house. Yeah. And there wasn't anything else to it. Right. You know? And now you it's just these, these big off. open spaces and different areas and like weird shit going on. And, you know, instead of that, I'd rather see him build a bigger like mansion or something that you can go around in. And I, I don't yeah. know. Just keep it, you know, fairly simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. AISS. They overthink it a lot of times, I feel like. Great advice. Hurts my feelings every time. Okay. So that was from Dustin. Thank you, Dustin. Um, The next one. uh, This one is the one I read last week about Tate and his college days. No. Yeah. Oh, this is new. It wasn't Tate the whole one. Yeah, no. Hope you're all doing well this week. Uh, I thought I thought I read this one last week, but I think I read it like earlier this week. And never mind. Anyhow, this week is pretty crazy for me with school and work and video games. I'll just talk about the important stuff, though, which is video games. Duh. Anyways, I beat Andromeda this week, and I actually really enjoyed the game. I like the story, even though it wasn't as deep as the trilogy story, but I did thoroughly enjoy it. I traded in a bunch of old controllers and a couple of games to GameStop and bought a nice new controller, a headset, and since I had like $50 in store credit left, I decided to go against what I said last week, and I bought Madden. But for $10, it's not too bad. I've been playing Destiny 2 a ton of my brothers and a couple of my friends, and it is an absolute blast. I'm not huge into online games anymore, but this game might get me rolling again. If any of you are playing Destiny or plan on playing it, then hit me up online. My gamer tag is... Uh... Should I read it? Do you think he cares? He probably doesn't like to... care if you put I always it like to act, ask first. Yeah, if anyone else in the community wants wants to play with him too, his uh, gamer tag is BigTBird83. Uh, so you asked what school I played for, and as you saw from looking up Will Greenberg last week, I played at Southern Utah University. It's in the FCS, which is basically the equivalent of, equivalent of the Champion League in soccer, Championship League in soccer. It was an awesome four years, and I had the blessing of starting as the punter at SUU all four years, and ended up being an all-conference and all-American. Nice. The whole NFL thing, yeah, that's awesome. The whole, the whole NFL thing was disappointing, but it was a fun experience having NFL scouts call me personally a lot leading up to the draft i'm done with football but i'm going to start coaching as soon as i finish school anyways enough about me let's talk nfl games this last weekend all i have to all i have to say really is a quote from eric last week about my broncos playing the cowboys dallas wins that game every time also eric our teams play each other this week looking forward to a good game hope you guys have a good weekend cheers (laughs) tate from utah if you're looking forward to a good game i'd watch something else because that's going to be nothing more than a severe ass kicking. I don't know how long Tate has listened, but Eric is cursed with sports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can pretty much put a bet. If I say somebody's going to win, they're not going to win. <laughs> but your Broncos will win because they're playing my Bills. So Yeah. Um, the, only, the only one he's right is when the Bills lose. Yeah. Bills defense is pretty good, though, aren't they? Yeah, but you know what happens with that. They'll get worn out. That's what happens to Giants defense. Injuries too. will happen. And they'll they'll just get worn out. And you know, I really was waiting for the time in the Panthers game where they were going to get worn out and just you know give up a couple of touchdowns, but it yeah. didn't happen. Um, I think part of that was because Cam Newton was not a hundred percent. But um, yeah, 
you know, uh, the Bills' defense has looked good. Yeah. Offense, non-existent. <laughs> Sounds like the Giants. Exactly the same. I feel bad for their defense because they have to deal with a three and out on all the time. Well, that's and exactly playing with how the short Bills field. are. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, Tyrod would get the ball. You know, it felt it felt like every time the Bills got the ball, it was at their own 10 or 5. Yeah. And, you know, just three and out. They had nowhere to go. Down. They Ooh. have no weapons on the outside, no receivers. It's it, Is the problem with the Bills, the weapons and that they have, like they have nothing? Because, like, the Giants, I'm starting to kind of figure out a lot of it is, like, the line on top of Eli. You know, the Bills' offensive to... line isn't bad. Uh, I think a lot of it is Tyrod Taylor's just not a very good quarterback. And yeah. Couple that with the lack of talent they have at wide receiver, and there you go. Gotcha. But McCoy can't do it by himself, right? No, because no, that's all teams will focus on is McCoy. I mean, Charles Clay is a good tight end, but you know, yeah. you know, a good tight end and a really good running back will only get you so far. Right. Apparently, they asked McCoy like about his bonuses, and his response to it was, "Give me that loot." Yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's so funny. I love him. <laughs> I was, you know, I was like two, even when he ran for 200 yards against the Giants when he played for the Eagles. Yeah, I was like, I, I really like him. I, you know, and I feel bad saying that about Tyrod Taylor, but because he's a super good guy, seems uh-huh. like you know he's one of those guys who never does anything wrong, you know, never says anything stupid. He just goes and does his thing, and he's not a bad quarterback. He's just he's just a, a very and, athletic quarterback, and that kind of carries him sometimes uh-huh. um and you know keep plays alive and things like things of that nature but you know it, when it comes down to it at the end of the day it, perfect example against the panthers last drive of the game they had no business being in that game but the defense kept a minute under two minutes left they're marched down the field a better throw to that receiver i don't know if you guys saw a better throw yep. to the receiver bills are on the two two yard line if not a touchdown yeah probably yeah. win the game Yep, it's a you know a, a better quarterback probably puts that on the money. Yeah, he's just a horribly average quarterback. Yeah, just a, a very average, very athletic quarterback. Yeah, so it gets a lot of trouble sometimes. I think you really have to build your offense around that type of quarterback nowadays too, and you have to have the right the right pieces there because I think that can work. It just yeah, know. no, I mean it can. Uh, I think Cam Newton is a good example, but he's just a better quarterback than Tyrod Taylor. Right. You know, it know. helps that he's a giant, too. Yeah, that's the other part. Tyrod is six foot. Yeah, I think so. Not, I, I know they said that they're, big. yeah, they have to, uh, like, clear the passing lanes for him, even the blockers, yeah. which can be hard to do sometimes. So he's got a lot, a lot against him. <laughs> but, you know, I root for him. I, I do like him. Yeah. So. Doing bad this year might not be so bad, though. No, I'd, I'd love to see him. You know, I hate to see it. I'd love to see them do bad. But when you know they're not going to win anything, uh, it's hard because you want to see them do well. But, you know, you got to get that quarterback. Yeah. Got to get that quarterback. And that's it sucks the Chiefs are doing so well because we have their first round pick this the next draft. Oh, I think yeah. the idea, like I've said before, they want to package those picks and trade up for uh-huh. a quarterback. But. <clears throat> not going to do us much good if it's the 30th pick. <laughs> right. Yeah, if the Chiefs do really well and go far. Yeah. Hmm. Well, they're in a good division. They might get knocked down a peg when they 
when they start playing interdivision games. I'll be rooting for whoever's playing them. Nice. Okay. Uh, so are we picking this week? What's that? Are we picking this week's game? Now? Yeah, we'll do we'll do it after we finish feedback. We got a couple oh. other pieces. Uh, so this is from Derek in Chicago who says, Hey, fellas, sorry I haven't written in a little bit. I've been transitioning to a new job and went on an eight-day trip to Italy. It was a really cool trip where we visited Rome, Florence, and Milan. Very humbling and inspiring to see all the old architecture, the works of art like David and the Sistine Chapel, and such a stunning landscape. I definitely recommend it if you can make it happen. That being said, I'm broke for a while, so I've been staying in and playing Destiny 2. The game looks great, plays great, and is just as much fun as the original when you're playing with your friends. I'm playing on Xbox. Sorry, Tito. I'm looking forward to see how the story develops. Uh, the campaign was great and leaves a lot of room for the expansions. Destiny 1 took a while to become great, with the later expansions really turning the game around. Destiny 2 starts out mu- on a much better foot, so it's pretty exciting to think about what they might be able to do. I don't agree with people calling it Destiny 1.5, although I feel like people aren't saying that as much anymore now that it is out. But I will say that it is definitely a lot more of Destiny, so if you didn't care for the first one, I don't know if that it is different enough to change your mind. I'm going all in or nothing for the football underdog game. I would like to claim 1,000 points if my incredible sarcasm Chicago Bears can win the Super Bowl. That's fair, right? <laughs> I think we give it to them. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I'm going to note it. Uh, what team did he say? The Bears? Chicago, yeah. Yeah, Bears. Thanks for the great show and looking forward to hearing about Divinity 2 tonight. So nice to hear from Derek. It's been a little while since we've heard from Derek. Uh, I'm jealous of your trip to Italy. I would love to go to Italy. Right? For sure. More Destiny 2 love. But, oh yeah, go ahead. No, nothing. I just, I was, I was just gonna say I'd, I'd rather go to Ireland, but oh sure, well that's our, that's Italy. our that's our roots, yeah. you know. I just, I would just hole up in a pub and drink Guinness. Probably feel more at home drink. in Ireland. I'd, I'd probably be useless no matter where I went. Oh, <laughs> well, I could probably pack away some good food over there in Italy. Oh God, yeah, the food, man. Uh, Destiny Two. Is anyone if anyone going to if I had the time I would. I'm very Same. interested. I just Sam. It's a would be a humongous waste of money for me. Yeah, I actually read an article today about someone who recently had a baby and they said yep. that they just don't have time to time to play Destiny I anymore. I saw an article the other day said you know it was titled like Destiny 2 uh is, you know not for parents or something like that. Uh-huh. Doesn't yeah. respect the parent or something <laughs> along those lines. <laughs> sure. Is there I no feel- room for the casual Destiny 2 player? It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. That, I mean, you uh, can play through the campaign, but I guess it's not super long. Yeah. One of the things I, because it was, um, it was someone on Kotaku and she, she, she wrote the, the article I read. Uh, I just, I just glossed over it, but she said something like, like she can't play enough to keep up with her friends. Uh, and then, you know, in a couple months when she does finally catch up with her friends, they'll have moved on to something else. Until the next expansion comes out, and then it's the same thing all over again. You know, she can't play enough to keep up with her friends. Then when she does keep up with her friends, they're they've moved on again. Ooh, that sounds horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me. Uh, what's the word? There's a word for that when you get that feeling of uncomfortable, uncomfortable, uncomfortability. Yeah, it's like the subreddit can't watch Scott's tots. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a subreddit? Yeah. 
that could be the literally the most awkward thing that's ever happened in the in the history of television. It's hard to watch. I don't know it's when sad. Michael buys a plane ticket to go see Joe. Oh. That's a little. That's a little. That's rough. That's rougher on me than Scott's tots. I actually can't no watch way. that scene. I skipped that scene. Guys, I I'm sorry. The most awkward episode of The Office is definitely the dinner party. That's good too. Yeah. Where the two of them are arguing. Oh my god! Can you just imagine being in that that room yeah. at that time? Oh, yeah. oh. One of one of our cousins literally can't watch the show because of how awkward it is. It makes him it makes him that uncomfortable that he he just can't watch it. Like nervous embarrassment, Overall, right? Is that what yep. it is? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can't watch it. Wow. Yeah. I don't think it's that awkward all the time. Yep. <laughs> so. There's that. So thanks, Derek. Uh, Next up is from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey, guys, I might jump into chat later. My son has a soccer game tonight. The only game I've been playing is Destiny 2. I lost big time on the Bears as an underdog this week, uh, but I picked the Lions. Now for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History, NHL 99 was released on PlayStation. In 2004, Star Wars Battlefront was released for PS2, Xbox, and Windows. Thanks, guys, and carry on. Go Ravens. Wait, so he? what was his pick for the locks? He picked the, the Bears. Bears last week. This week, his pick is the Lions. Oh, this week, his pick is the Lions. Okay. Wow, yeah. I playing? thought about they're, Lions. Are they're an underdog to who? Uh, Atlanta. Oh. But they're at home. Oh, that's an interesting... That's a three, three-point underdog. Okay. Hmm. I feel like that one's kind of a coin toss. You know? I think Atlanta should be a favorite, but I could definitely see the Lions winning that one. Yeah. I'm not going to pick against Atlanta at all this season. They don't nope. deserve it. They've had they've had a rough go. <laughs> That's true. Last Boy, year when Super you Bowl. piss away the Super Bowl like that, you almost do deserve it. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was from Jake. Next is from Tito, who says, "Just a quick shout out to Eric. Last week during the live stream, I mentioned that Trevor Simeon isn't a bad quarterback, which Eric promptly took as a joke. <laughs> Four TDs later, over the Cowboys, I can't help but put my cool shades on and say, told you so.' Uh, <laughs> I thought the movie it was great. Really loved the kids in the movie; they were fantastic. Eddie, the hypochondriac, was my favorite, followed by the girl, who I can totally see playing the role of Alloy if they ever." Uh, if they ever make Horizon Zero Dawn into a movie, which I really hope they don't do. Tito out. Okay, go ahead, Eric. No, no, Trevor Simeon, average at best. Average. Okay. Well, I picked him up on my fantasy team based on your suggestion, Eric. Well, I mean, listen, I can put my feelings aside and when he's the best available for what you got going on. Well, Will did offer me Jameis Winston. Famous Jameis? I don't know why that's a bad uh, quarterback. For Le'Veon Bell, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, somebody will... sent me a joke trade in my league, too. He offered me, like, you know, Bilal Powell or something for Antonio Brown and Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was joking. They, just they're just, oh, yeah. Or trying to just get, uh, get Antonio get Brown. Trying to hit the wrong button. Yeah. That happened to me in fantasy mm-hmm. hockey last season. And I was having a shit day, and this guy that I didn't like in our fantasy league that nobody likes offered me a garbage trade and tried to justify it, and I lost it. 
Nice. Did you give, I him, told him, give him what for? Yeah, I'm like, I will never trade with you, no matter what the trade is. Nice. Off the table. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? Uh, it was right after Stamkos got hurt, and he was trying to give me like a crappy center for like one of my good players, and I'm like, I'll, I will, I will be just fine. Don't worry about it. I don't remember exactly what the trade was. How'd you do well, that year? I did terrible, but <laughs> I do terrible in that league every year, and it's the one they're trying to raise it to fifty dollars. Right now, it's twenty, oh, and I'm the wow. only person that's like, I don't want to do that because I never even come close to winning in that league. So it's like. It's just pissing away money for me. And I'm like, I, I'll leave the league. I don't care if you guys want to do 50 bucks. That's fine. I don't I don't mind leaving, but I don't know. That's a lot. Do. And then they're all like, oh, we all have big boy jobs now. And I'm like, speak for yourselves, you fucking jerks. <laughs> you have a big boy job. Yeah, but not one where I want to spend 50 bucks on. That's that's oh, a lot of money totally to throw away. Yeah. If you don't if you don't do well, that's a lot of money to throw away. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with throwing away 20 bucks in the spirit of 20 is the most I'm willing to spend on fantasy sports. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Let's can we pick over the trade that Will was trying to offer you for a second? (laughs) Jameis Winston Winston for my uh, Le'Veon Bell. Oh, no way. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I was considering it. (laughs) Fuck me, right? I'm sorry, I couldn't uh, give you a quarterback. Well, I picked up Simeon. Is that how you say his name? Simeon? Yeah. Simeon, yep. Who even cares? We've just made a deal in the chat that if Trevor Simeon wins MVP of the league, uh, Tito gets 1,000 points. Okay. <laughs> More notes? <laughs> All right. So we've got Derek, Bears win Super this- Bowl, 1,000 points. Tito... Seaman, Simeon, Seaman, yeah. average Broncos quarterback. Just to put that in there. Seaman wins MVP, thousand points. I'll tell you what. If he wins MVP, I'll also eat the sweatpants I'm wearing. All right, I'm taking one for myself. Giants beat Patriots in the Super Bowl. That's a thousand points. Thousand points. Might as well. Anybody okay. else want to throw one out there since since we're I'm doing tr- this? I'm trying to think of one, but I... <laughs> Bills make the playoffs. <laughs> Is that as crazy as the rest Bills of the Bills come within three games of the playoffs? <laughs> Is that fair? I think that's a little too 50-50. Bills sniff the playoffs? <laughs> uh, Bills hover around the 500 mark? Uh, whatever. Well, there's plenty of weeks to come up with thousand point gambles. So it's it's yeah. probably going to be, it'll probably be. Let's 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 pick who's going to win win the divisions here in the AFC. So it'll be the Patriots, obviously. Well, why do you say that, Dan? <laughs> well, you know, so just just because they're the Patriots. Unbelievable. <laughs> they're they're uh, thirteen and a half point favorites over Houston. Well, so is Newark Valley Varsity at New England. That's crazy. See, all right, we got New England, uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland, Cincinnati. I'll go Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah, that's a safe bet. I feel like the two wild cards are going to come from the AFC West. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Denver, Kansas City, Oakland, and Chargers. I bet you Denver, Kansas City, and Oakland all make the playoffs. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, for sure. Because then you got the AFC South is 
the Titans, Jaguars, Texans, and Colts. All bad teams. Yeah. Tennessee wins that. Tennessee wins that. I think so. Yeah, I yep. think too. They'll be like, they'll be like, uh, what? Nine and seven. Yeah. Yeah. Eight and eight. Ugh. Uh, so yeah. NFC East Eagles, Cowboys, skins or giants. I feel like all those teams are bad. I'm going to say the Cowboys. Yeah. I'll go Cowboys, but I could see it being the Eagles too. Yeah. I'll be the naysayer. I'll say the Eagles. I have no idea. Um, North, Lions, Vikings, Packers, or Bears? I'm going Packers. Yeah. I still like the Vikings, but who knows? Uh, I, Yeah, Packers probably. Mm, NFC South. Um. Atlanta, Carolina, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans. Oh, Atlanta, definitely. Yeah, I'd go Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Maybe Tampa Bay winning the wild card, one of the wild cards. Um. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And then you got Seattle, Arizona, LA, and 49ers. Seattle. Seattle. What, you guys don't want to pick the Cardinals? No. The cards? I bleed red. I do bleed red. But Seattle. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, we should do the game giveaway before we do the point. Or do we want to do the point spread since we're talking about football? And then the game we giveaway. As, we might as well. Oh, boy. Yeah. People have already tuned out at this point anyway. <laughs> um, so I'm going with Buccaneers as a two-point underdog at Minnesota. Okay. So is Tito, by the way, in the chat. He took the Bucks. I thought about that one too. Uh, sorry, I need a new line here. Are you gonna? Uh, yeah. Can you tabulate the points too so far? Yeah. Uh, so in last place is Will. Yep. Um, with zero points, incorrectly picked the Seahawks and the Packers. Uh, in second, uh, second to last is a tie between Dan and Eric. With two and a half points each, Dan picked Indianapolis incorrectly in the first week. Broncos correctly this week. Congrats, Dan. Thank you. Uh, Eric, also with two and a half points, picked the Raiders in week one for two and a half points. And the Jags this past week for zero points. Um, And in second place is Idaho Jake, (laughs) who picked the Ravens in week one for three points. uh, And flubbed on the Bears this past week for zero points. And in first points, it's your boy, the least informed <laughs> football fan, me. Uh, five points. I correctly picked the Raiders in week one and the Lions this past week. Mm-hmm. After changing, uh, Eric and I changed from Minnesota last minute on the news of Bradford being out. So, Yeah. Okay, so. Was yours he, documented on Twitter? Was your pick change documented? Not on Twitter, but in our group oh, chat. Oh, risky our, moves there. Group chat. And it's funny you say that because I intended to do it, go on Twitter and do it. And I'm like, man, nobody's really going to care. Why bother? And now we should, you know I would that. care about that. <laughs> we, we should document it. We well, care. I think about it. If we, if we, if we, if we, anything can be changed uh, up, yeah, until, up until Up until football. the kickoff of the game that you pick, your yeah. pick is in. Yep. Um, um, and but then it was we'll, documented like, in the group if, chat. If, I mean, if we change last minute, 
we'll just uh, we'll try to post it on Twitter. Um. Okay. So, did Tito have a pick in week one? I don't think he did. Or week two? I don't, I don't recall. So. so it's just week three. Yeah, he's going bucks. Okay. All right. Now that's what's fun about this game. You can join in at any any time. Yeah, you just have I mean, to make up some points. Look at it. He's tied with Will right now. <laughs> uh, he could pick Houston, and they could have a big upset against New England, and he could be by far in first. Yeah. I mean, you could just you could just pick the Jets every week, and maybe still come in first at the yeah, end of the season. Who if knows? They win. If they pull off a win so at some point, which they're bound to do, right? No. Yeah, maybe one or two. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me at all if they didn't win a game. I don't think they'd beat the Browns. Browns, the Browns have more would, talent than the Jets do. I would think the Browns would handle the Jets pretty easily. That's saying something. <laughs> okay. I mean, Miami's a six-and-a-half-point favorite at the Jets this weekend. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, what are, what are our picks? Eric picked the Bucks yep. at two points right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little crazy um, and I'm go with the Saints. One, I'm seeing one and a half on that on our normal site that we've been using. That's weird. What have we been using? Site like from the '90s. Footballlocks.com. Well, I've been using ESPN. Have you heard of it? Oh, do they have that on there? It's on their app. There's the spread for every game is on there. Oh, I don't have the app. Eric. Come on, footballlocks.com. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't really give a shit either way, but... Yeah, as long as they're the underdog. And if they're not by the game time, based on footballlocks.com, then you just get one point if you get it correct. If it, if it, at some point they switch to the favorite. Oh, if someone gets hurt. I need to make up some points, so... What if I lose by point five? What if I lose the title? That would be miserable. <laughs> that would suck. Happen. Saints are five and a half right now. It should say You're going Saints. I'm going Saints. Okay. I'm picking Giants. I need some points. What are they at, Will? Six. I like that pick. That's a good pick. At some point, they're going to do something, right? What is Detroit at right now? Uh, three points. What are you going with, Dan? I haven't picked mine yet. I'm kind of waffling here. I'm thinking Seattle over Tennessee. But then I'm like, mm, I don't know. Because they don't really have much of a running back, Seattle? right? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's, all, it's two and a half points, too. Because I feel like a lot of these are kind of going to be easy to predict, you know? I don't know. You never know. You you do never know. You're right. That's a, that's what sucks about it, though. Like you figure you're going with a safe underdog at one yeah. and a half points, and you get it wrong. It's like, well, what's the point anyway? You know. Yeah. Footballlocks.com is some sort of sham because every other <laughs> website's got my game at two. Maybe it's just not updated. I don't know when these. Maybe they from. don't update it after five p.m. Yeah, they're all they're all the in web bed. developer goes home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who will took the Giants? So we got who'd Corey take? Saints. Saints. All right. I think I'm going to go Seattle over Tennessee. What are they at, Dan? Two and a half. 
Corey, I really like your pick. I thought about that one. Well, you never know. I might change I, mine to that one. I'm uh, I've pretty much based these on like very little other than like instinct and a little bit of well, here's what they've done so far. What's Carolina done though? I'm not really too sure. Well, they didn't look very good against the Bills. They have a really good defense. Okay. Um, but the offense was pretty bad. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Cam Newton's a little bit banged up. Yeah. So he's not. He's coming effective. off of a shoulder surgery. Yeah. Uh, didn't didn't the Bills like twist his ankles up or something? Yeah. When he, he got was sacked. Out for a bit. So okay, those are our picks. Dave in Boston in the chat says, "Take the Jets in the forty-two points." <laughs> the Jets in four. Always take the points. Six. Jets are the underdog by six. Cincinnati by nine at Green Bay. Once Hackenberg starts playing, is when I'll start playing the or picking oh, the Jets. The hack, as they call him. The hack. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do the game giveaway, shall we? Yeah, uh, by my count, Dan, and correct me if I'm wrong, we've got five entries. Five entries, yep. Dustin at one, Tate at two, Derek at three, Jake at four, Tito at five. Yep. So one through five here, and the winner is number three, Derek in Chicago. Welcome back, Derek, and you are the winner. Congrats. I still owe Tate Remember Me. I still owe Tito God Mode. Uh, and Michael, Michael in Minnesota, right? Yeah. One last week. Uh, his choice of Oil Rush, Event Zero, Octodad, Dadliest Catch, Ryan Berta, or the ridiculous four-pack, Risen 2, Sacred 2, Gold, Saints Row 2, and Saints Row the 3rd. Uh-huh. All right, Derek. Games 1 through 202. The first one up, 84. Bejeweled, three. Yeah, the third that's not a bad. That's not a bad get. No. Not a good get. 67. At least, at least we've heard of it. Boyd, early access. Uh, might not that be can, in early access anymore. That That's come up before, hasn't it? I don't think so. I feel like we looked that one up. Next one up, game number 60. Strong Bad's cool game for attractive people. <laughs> I like that one. Strong Bad's in a few other games, too, I think. <laughs> what a strange, strange game. That's three. The next one up is 34, which is Vampire Legends, the true story of Kisilova. Oh. Okay. This is up there among the worst selections. <laughs> yeah, this. But Jewel 3 is holding strong. <laughs> and the last one. Can he be redeemed? 185. Hector. Badge <laughs> of Carnage. <laughs> nope. Sorry, Derek. Welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, back to the comments. Welcome back to the show. Sorry, your games suck. Um, <clears throat> do we want to throw in the the rare? Uh, oh, the fifth. The rare sixth game. Sixth game. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, 
I mean, it's his return. We don't want to welcome him back with that. Okay. All right. Game number six. Ooh. Number 27. Ooh, what is it? <laughs> Crime. <laughs> Crime secrets. Crimson <laughs> Lily. <laughs> we have Man. got to have the best game giveaway on all the internet. <laughs> It has its charm. That's it has sure. charm. That is for damn sure. <laughs> Oozing with charm. <clears throat> a lot of charm and character. Uh, we should also say, uh, listener Amanda sent us four game codes. Yes, she did. Very much appreciated. Um, for Abzu, Rise, Son of Rome, Broken Age, and Grim Fandango. All great games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think we just figure out some sort of giveaway for them. I don't just want to put them in the list, you know? Yeah. I think we need to come up with some sort of, if you guys have any ideas, uh, some sort of special giveaway. Let's brainstorm it. Yeah. We'll think it over and uh, do something next week or throughout this week, whatever we come up with, we'll we'll find it out. But but thank you for those, Amanda. That's awesome of you to send those. Yep, definitely. Maybe we do like a Thumbstick Athletes trivia question. I like that. You know? I like that. Yeah. I like trivia. I'm a trivia fan. Who is it that sends us the um, the trivia about a past episode? Carlos? Oh, I'd yeah. Love, I'd love to get another one of those. We haven't gotten one of those in a while. I don't think it was Carlos. No, you're right. Miguel? Miguel? Yeah, I think it was Miguel. Miguel and Valencia, right? Sounds right. Yep. And the one where he gave us the, was it St. Patty's Day? Yeah. Oh. Man, that was great. I've been laughing that hard in a yeah, long yeah, time. Say. And then listening to the episode, oh my god, <laughs> hot mess! We are hot mess. What a mess! <laughs> Never uh, realized how bad Tyler got it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He did. Definitely. <laughs> uh, next week, do we have any any ideas for next week? What comes out? FIFA um, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we're not doing an episode on that. Uh, Steam World Dig Two came out today. Yeah. For Switch. Switchy, switchy, switch. Just for just for Switch, right? No, I don't know. I. It's coming out on on everything else, but I think it's like Switch time. and PC came out today. Okay. Uh, PlayStation and what is this? PSP. It's a little handheld. Uh, 26th. Mm-hmm. So next week. Okay. That might be one. That's an option. Um, Cuphead comes out the 29th. Friday. So that would be next Friday. Shadow of War is not till October. Yeah. Let me just look at these other ones really quick. Project Cars 2 comes out tomorrow. I don't know if anybody's planning on playing that. Nope. I want to, but no. Total uh, War Warhammer comes out. Uh, it's twenty eighth. Eh, not much to go on. We might we might need to. If How we're not going to do Steam World, World how much? Any idea? Twenty. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll talk myself into that on a Switch. I've read good things so far. Yeah, it's got, it's well reviewed. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll pick it up on on PC. On. Steam, so you guys can play it if you want. Steamy. Oh, baby. 
I'll, I'll contribute to uh, the purchase of games on Steam. <laughs> okay. Or I could Venmo you. Splitter. Eh, I don't know. It's got a 90 on Open Critic, 94 contributor. Yeah. That's pretty darn good. Damn good score. It's got a. Pick the art style. Not what I was expecting. Maybe I'll just pick it yeah, up. Yeah, it's nice, nice looking. I'll. I'm gonna have a hard time playing this though if I'm staring at this in Divinity. Yeah. Oh, I might get this. I might get this on the Switch. It's perfect for the Switch. It really is. I feel like most games are at this point. Uh, that's how I feel about it. I'm like, I see that Doom's coming out for it. I'm like, oh, if they if they can figure out a way to get in like motion controls, that might end up being a buy for me on the Switch. Wait, you're excited about having motion controls in a shooter? Yeah. Like weird. Yeah, yeah, Dan, a Dan's a weird beast. Tilt controls. I shouldn't like say Splatoon? motion. Not, not, yeah, like Splatoon. A, a little bit more like Breath Dan. of the Wild. <laughs> Here you go. Best of 2017 so far. Here's the top five games. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Persona 5. Divinity. Original Sin 2. Where's this Steam from? World. Open Critic, Steam World Dig Two, Paradigm, and oh, the sixth is Near Automata. What's Paradigm? Wow, it's a action adventure, point and click, mm. Broken Age kind of thing. Oh, I did actually play about ten minutes of it, and I'm like, yeah, I really don't like these kind of games, and then I stopped. I don't either, Corey. It's got to be the right one for me. Grim Fandango really. Stuck in my craw, ruined the entire genre. But man, yep. thank you for the code for it because I'm sure somebody will like it. Yeah. All right, uh, that's everything, right? Yes. It okay. is. That'll do it for episode 322 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host Dan. Eric. Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.